0: Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities are Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Hello, this is Marcela Alatorre Shirazi. Welcome to the podcast Anemia in a Nutshell. Today I will be discussing the different diets that you can use to lose weight. Some of them can be very harmful, especially if you're suffering from iron deficiency, and some of them can be beneficial. It is one of the symptoms of iron deficiency, is a difficulty losing weight, and I will go on the whys and the reasons about it. But first, let me start with the medical disclaimer. The content on th- of this podcast is mainly general information and personal experience. I do not pretend, nor have the intention to substitute the advice of your doctor's treatments or diagnosis. Well, first of all, I started with the song of the bare necessities, because the first time I heard the word anemia, I was about five or six years old, watching the Jungle Book. In the Spanish, the version in Spanish, with the Spanish translation, when the vultures find Mowgli walking in the jungle. They refer to him as a, his legs look like a stork, he's a bag of bones. But in the Spanish version, they said he looks like an anemic stork. And that word puzzled me. And I watched, of course, like every child, that beautiful film over and over. And uh, The Bare Necessities was my favorite song. But later in life, that word stayed in my mind. And it came up again when my mom was ill, and she had to go to the doctor uh, for a few hours. She wasn't feeling well. And I said, Mom, what's wrong with you? And she said, Oh, they say I'm anemic, but the doctor said that with one spoon of beans, I will be better. And of course, that didn't happen. They didn't explain to her the difference between heme iron and non-heme iron. They didn't explain to her the food she had to eliminate or anything because the research was very little then and she continued having reoccurring UTIs and many other kidney illnesses which they were all related to iron deficiency and then it happened to me when i was 14 years old and i went to donate blood um, in the hospital for my grandmother who was going to have an operation because i was o negative and it's a universal donor And they told me, I'm sorry, thank you for coming, but you cannot donate because you're actually anemic. So I got used to it, like, oh, yes, I think Mowgli was anemic, my mother is anemic, so it's just something you live with, like, I have brown hair, I wear glasses, I'm anemic. And it took 35 years too long to heal. That's why, as I said, I'm doing this podcast, if I can help anyone to heal from anemia faster, to detect the symptoms, it is very serious. And I'll go through the diets I experienced in those long 35 years since being a teenager. I was a gymnast, but still in the trend of being teenagers, you follow silly diets that end up depleting your iron stores. And the sad thing is that the adolescents are not aware how this will have an impact when they get married, and their pregnancy, and they're nursing their babies. Half of the pregnant women are actually suffering from iron deficiency anemia, and they don't even know it. So I will have a specific episode for pregnancy and another one for nursing with breast milk, the babies, but let's focus on the diets now. What I want to make an emphasis, if you know of young people, share this podcast, this episode with them, because we make many mistakes when we're teenagers, when we're young, we're trying to look good. And women, especially, not only deplete their iron stores, but some diets affect their fertility greatly. There are some people that suffer so much with these silly diets that then they have infertility for six or seven years, it will take them to get pregnant, to recover their normal fertility. Our body is amazing, and we're having a constant restoration of our cells. Our stomach, it's renewed every four weeks. Our skin is new. Every 20 days, we have new skin. So the cell regeneration is amazing. But infertility issues... It can take much longer and it's all due to the diets we're following when we're younger. That's why it's very important to prevent iron deficiency if you can and detect it early and deal with it. Do not wait and do not live with anemia as a condition. The reason why it's difficult for iron deficiency anemia sufferers to lose weight is because our body and our brain are constantly asking for iron-rich foods. In fact, the boss in our body is our brain. There will not be a proper brain functioning if we lack iron and vitamin B12. So if we give our body treats and refined carbs and junk food, our body will still be hungry because we're not giving our body that iron that is so much needed. And then when we try to go on diets and we prevent from even calorie intake or an important group, of foods, well, our body will still demand for that iron and you will have cravings just to get the iron sorted in your brain because, as probably all of you know, we need oxygen in our body, especially oxygen in the brain, and this is carried by the red blood cells and iron deficiency anemia sufferers. We have less red blood cells than a person who has their iron levels at range. So, this is why we're trying to create awareness of the importance, and it's not just being anemic, it's the amount of illnesses that will develop, not only neurologically, but also in in the development physically of the body and emotionally because of the lack of iron. Of course, I have stressed before that a high amount of iron in the blood can also be very dangerous especially to the liver, so you want to be careful of the balance. I assume most of you have done the blood test and you have been diagnosed with iron deficiency anemia or you want to prevent it. So it's just about getting the right balance. And this is why we have a difficulty losing weight because our body will constantly ask for that iron-rich food that we lack and it's difficult to go on, on diets. Now. This starts also since we're children. I mean, I was having for dinner bread, uh, sweet bread and milk, and I loved it. And it was like a merienda, but it was finishing my iron stores by the time I reached the teenage years. And then I was a gymnast. I was trying to lose weight when I stopped doing gymnastics at 15 years old. And I was tired, difficulty concentrating at school and you start... Experiment in the diets with your friends. There are some terrible diets, the low-calorie diet. It's not good for an mix because your body needs energy to push that oxygen to your brain. Also, the Dr. Atkins or the high-protein diet without carbs or the keto diet. You need fiber so you can pass bowels properly and avoid constipation. The intermittent fasting is also not a good diet for iron deficiency anemia. I nearly fainted twice with that diet. The maximum you can do is 12 hours without food, and this is when you're sleeping. But as soon as you wake up, you need a glass of water and start have breakfast at least half an hour after you wake up because you need oxygen in your brain to work and, and function properly. There are some diets that the one that nearly killed me was a steer food diet. Sadly, I paid one of the private gyms in London, a very expensive nutritionist, so they call themselves, to go to the steer food diet for a week. I told them I was anemic. They totally overlooked it. They said, No, this is good for everyone. They didn't even ask me my blood type or anything or look at my blood results. And this is sad when we give the responsibility to other people instead of taking responsibility ourselves and investigating and taking our anemia seriously. So I hope this will open your eyes so you don't have to go through the suffering I went through. Well, that steer food diet filled me with coffee, caffeine, green tea, matcha balls, matcha tea, which was just fake energy trying to keep me awake. While I was fainting in my dance class, I was nearly flying. And of course it, it was detrimental for my health. I had to stop it. I was fainting in the dance class and I don't recommend it to anyone with iron deficiency. I do not recommend to abstain from a basic group of foods that, that is important as protein, carbs, and the good fats that our body needs so please speak to the teenagers or I hope they hear this themselves and also women trying to lose weight and also men they fill themselves sometimes with protein shakes that is depleting their iron stores especially giving them constipation and even hemorrhoids which I don't wish for anyone to have so these are the diets that you really want to stay away from And of course, being vegan is not a very good idea if you suffer from iron deficiency anemia. You need B12. You need heme iron for your brain to function properly. If you want to avoid depression, if you want to avoid dementia, you will need these foods in your diet. Especially if you are blood type O or B. And if you have rhesus negative... I will have another episode only speaking about the importance of blood types and the correlation to iron deficiency anemia. We'll speak about that in another episode because I consider it very relevant. There is a good diet developed by Peter J. D. Adamo, and this is called It Right for Your Type. I do recommend this diet because it takes into consideration your DNA, which is in your blood type, and some blood types have propensity to being gluten intolerant, some of them can have more uh, uh, protein, and some of them can have even dairy. So Dr. de Adamo divides the blood types as hunters, shepherds, and farmers. You can get the book, I will discuss this when we enter the blood type episode, but I will so I do recommend this diet. You can get the book on your blood type. Uh, the one, I have tried it, and it's mainly for my lifestyle, just to be aware of what I can eat and what it will. I will pay the consequences if I have a croissant or if, I, if wheat doesn't go that well with me, I should stick to noble grains. But it is an interesting book to have, and we'll speak about it more in another episode I want to move on to the other diets that are there in the market. The paleo is interesting, but you need to include much more fiber. You need to include noble grains. They are full of probiotics. They are a massage for your mucus in your gut. They are essential. There was another diet, the uh, Fit for Life, that you eat uh, you don't mix protein and carbs at the same time in the meal. You only have fruit in the morning and avocados and tomatoes. You can read about it. It's an interesting one. But you will get very in a very bad mood in the evening because you don't have protein in the morning. So it's something to watch out. I don't highly recommend it. The rotation diet, it was an old-fashioned diet about 30 or 40 years ago where you measure grams and calories and you increase the calories after three or four days so your body will not just immediately, you won't gain weight when you break the diet. But again, calorie counting hypothesis has been now ruled out after the, the reconsideration of the importance of good fats in the diet. And this was thanks to the Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, she wrote the book, The Gaps and Psychology Syndrome. I highly recommend it to understand the way our body and our brain works. This is a doctor from Imperial College who had a son with autism, and she became a nutritionist. I have spoken about her book in other episodes, but she highlighted the relevance of good fats for our brain functioning and, of course, the, the organs of the meat, to have the liver, to have the tongue, to have kidneys sometimes, or heart, and how they are complete foods for our brains. There is so much more we're learning with nutrition. For example, our parents are now in the generation who live the fat-free diet, and they're suffering from Alzheimer's, dementia, and also a new generation of autism because these fat-free diets were even uh, lowering, they didn't know the difference between good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, so they say rule out fat and throwing all those fake sweeteners. So we have a, a really difficult generation suffering from health issues that is our elderly now. And now the good fats are back. Again, I repeat, the the name of that book is the GAPS, G-A-P-S, and Psychology Syndrome, and is by Dr. Natasha Campbell-McBride. There is another diet called the Reducing Candida Levels Diet, and this is a good diet if you suffer from hay fever, from allergies, from eczema. Sometimes your candida levels are too high. Candida is a fungus that lives in our body, I suffered 10 years of hay fever, which was very difficult to go to the park. Again, we're going to have a specific episode on hay fever and eczema. We already covered some of it with Dr. Walter from the Vienna University. But when you have your candida levels too high, you need to reduce all your caffeine, your tea, anything that is fermented, even soy, soy sauce, all the sugar... You can only have a few fruits that don't have too much sugar like an apple, grapefruit, pear once in a while until you reduce your candida level that is increasing that fungus in your body that in fact, uh, if you live in areas where there are fungi under the carpet, on the wallpaper, in your office, in the vents that will be much more severely affected. But these candida leaves... On sugar so you need to reduce it that is a diet I would start with if you're suffering from allergies or you're constantly sneezing or you have uh, atopic dermatitis now one of the diets that I highly recommend is a fast metabolism diet this is a diet that works especially for iron deficiency anemia and the, the amazing thing is that you manage to lose weight even if you're in the menopause or perimenopause, which is actually a very difficult time because people are dealing with depression, with uh, interrupted sleep patterns, insomnia, and they don't even worry about losing weight. They just don't want to gain any more weight. Well, the fast metabolism diet works because they're, this is created by Haley Pomeroy. I recommend you buy her book so you understand the diet and also her cookbook. You commit to 28 days of following this uh, diet. And why it works for iron deficiency anemia suffers is because without knowing, because she has not related it to iron deficiency. In fact, I contacted her directly and explained to her how much it helped me to cure my anemia and, and eliminate the foods that prevented iron absorption. Well, Haley is focused on the metabolism and trying to restart your metabolism to have a faster metabolism. And she asks to eliminate three out of the four foods that prevent iron absorption. So you have to, to avoid totally dairy products, all caffeinated drinks, All gluten and wheat and all sugar you can only have xylitol the sugar I talked to you about before or some stevia I recommend you buy directly the book and her cookbook because her idea is to focus out of out of the week you do two day carbs two day proteins and three day fast fats good fats but it's not only carbs you have carbs Healthy carbs with fruits, you also have protein, but not in excess. And then the next two days, you have protein, but with lots of vegetables. And the fat days, you can have avocados, cashew nuts, almond milk, and delicious cakes. In fact, there is a site created by a recipe developer, and it's called Un Gato en la Cocina. This actually means a cat in the kitchen. You can find this site that explains the diet and the recipes and de- developed by Eloisa Faltoni. And the site is in English and in Spanish. And it's very, very helpful if you're following this diet. I did follow it for 28 days. It helped me because I had gained 6 kilos when I got COVID and I became allergic to penicillin. My throat closed completely. And the only way I could breathe through my throat or swallow was with food so it was six weeks i gained six kilos and thanks to this diet i managed to get rid of them again and also i learned how to eat noble grains because when you say go uh, gluten free or wheat free all i think about is a pan of chocolate which is a bread with chocolate but i learned that there are many other alternatives by Uh, studying the fast metabolism diet, I learned to eat barley, buckwheat, pancakes, cassava, brown rice, spelt. And uh, they have great ideas of recipes that you will not go hungry. She thinks the more you eat, the more weight you will lose. But of course, you're not eating cakes and brownies. You're actually eating very healthy food. And the main thing she explains is that you shouldn't go hungry, which is very good if you're suffering for iron deficiency, because we need that energy, we need the food for our oxygen to be pushed into our brain. Something to stress is uh, be careful with that diet, the fast metabolism, they throw a lot of egg whites, which they prevent iron absorption. So do not follow that beat on having so many egg whites because you will again affect your iron levels. And the exercise, they also speak about it just, You can get it all in the book, and they have a good uh, Instagram page as well. But regarding exercise, if you have iron deficiency, we have a difficulty building muscles, and that's quite frustrating. But take your time. Do not push yourself in the stairs. People think, oh, you're being lazy when you're going upstairs. You can hardly breathe. The stairs are the most difficult thing for us. And they said, oh, well, you just ate too much. You had cake. They don't understand what is suffering from iron deficiency. But take your time. I I would suggest to start with walking. If you can reach to walk your 10,000 steps daily, it's ideal to keep a healthy, active life, a variety of food, and diversity. Yes, a balanced diet. So I think even if you do not need to lose weight, but you are iron deficiency anemic, the fast metabolism diet can help you how to introduce noble grains and other foods that will enrich your diet that are iron rich foods as well and also prevent the foods that and avoid the foods that prevent iron absorption i am sorry if i'm speaking too fast it's just 35 years of diets that i'm trying to put in 25 minutes or less but I hope it's helpful. If you have any questions, please you can write to me directly. I have an Instagram account as well, which is at anemia in a nutshell, or the email is anemia in a nutshell at gmail.com. Something I just wanted to highlight um, is the children and how important their diet is. Uh, we have to watch out the amount of sugar we let them have children have a natural curiosity to experiment their taste buds. Maria Montessori was uh, very specific on learning through the senses. So children will want to detect and experiment having all types of sweets, every flavor. But if we take that early on and nourish it and instead propose to them, well, let's try these uh, spices or these different herbs. And can you tell the difference between cinnamon and clove, or cardamom, and taste cumin. What does a bay leaf uh, smells like or taste some oregano? Can you tell the difference between parsley and coriander, dill, try fennel, can you tell if you put garlic in the food or onion? So there are saffron, uh, rose petals, so there are many other... Um, ways to nourish those states, spots and educate them early on is never too late and let's remember that our medicine starts in the kitchen i'll finish with this song because you will be singing when you get rid of those uh the foods that prevent iron absorption from your diet or if you start a new diet for 28 days i hope you sing this along and you can even dance